Welcome to Chronicles of a Medium. Join me for a compelling conversation into true crime, mediumship, and everything in between. I'm your host, Maureen Hashi, Psychic Medium, Intuitive Healer. This is Season 2, Episode 1. Imagine days after you murder your husband, seeking out a medium to connect with the same husband with whom you just murdered less than a week ago, and you were just released on bail the day before. The lingering effects of drugs still coursing through your brain, the fog and disbelief that you've taken a man's life, and not just any man but someone you used to love. I carefully avoid watching TV or the news, mainly because I'm too sensitive and I feel helpless after watching. I believe that you can be informed without being inundated but it also allows room for authenticity for my work. Avoiding details that would lead to a reading or distract from the truth that spirit is disclosing. Not to mention the loud energy that comes slamming in so intrusively through certain programs. Mid-spring of 2014 was one of the most eerie moments of my life. There I was, sitting face to face with a woman who had murdered her husband. Before I was actually aware of this knowledge, something in me said, book in a different location, don't bring her to your home. The woman's email seemed to be so desperate and urgent with her last minute request almost demanding a session. To this day, I have no idea how she found me. So I took her to a tea shop. The tea shop was empty given that I had arrived as they were opening. I headed to the back corner and settled in to wait for my client. A short time later, I watched a woman approaching, wearing a green army-looking jacket, jeans, a dark shirt, her blonde hair disheveled, dark circles under her eyes as a cyclone of chaotic, dark energy enveloped her. I knew that was my client. My heart began to race, and this heat traveled down my arm with a dark and angry man now sitting next to me. Clearly, he was waiting for her. As she settled down, she ordered a tea, and waves of charcoal wafted into my sinuses, and the smell of 
burnt flesh circling around me with an eerie chill. He was a force to be reckoned with, appearing before me in flashes. A man covered in black ash with unmistakable rage. He had a few things on his mind that he was more than eager to share. I sat in a trance as a movie-like scene played out, his pacing back and forth, passing the events on, leading up to the moments, this woman who was sitting across from me nervously sipping her tea. I was unaware of the words coming out of my mouth as I relayed his messages of his murder. At first glance, you could see a kind and gentle spirit within her, one keen on pleasing people. But that quickly faded into the background like white noise as the truth unfolded. The movie continued right before my eyes. I didn't waste much time given the amount of details that was coming through. I began my usual what to expect from our time together as his energy pressing me to talk faster through the pleasantries. I could hear him saying, yeah, 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 let's get this over with, as he rolled his hand in a circular motion, trying to speed up the conversation. Drug energy once again washed over not just her, but with him as well. He not only was dealing with recent events from his traumatic passing, but his haunting chemical addictions lingering in his energy. One thing he was clear on, he was murdered, and he knew exactly who had done it. He also knew he was dead, and he wanted her to pay emotionally. It was like I wasn't really there. My human had stepped aside as I became a vessel of communication to mediate this intense conversation between the two worlds, the living and the afterlife. Violence. It has a strong energy. And these people clearly once loved each other. I think if I had been present or known in my physical body in advance, I would not have booked the session with this woman. But my guides sure are tricky. In circumstances like this, I trust that they know what they're doing by sending me such a person. It was about the learning experience of being the translator for a newly murdered victim. My career as a psychic medium up to that point had involved loved ones from either murder victims or people who took their own life.
I proceeded with the reading as the woman in front of me could, couldn't seem to sit still. She fidgeted quite a bit. The smell of chemical drugs invaded my senses when the man beside me muttered intensely with a great deal of animosity. It's showtime, he said. He was now standing between us. He leaned forward and screamed profanity. Fuck! Causing the hair of the back of my neck to stand up. Never had I experienced such intensity of emotions. I hardly had taken notice that the woman's body language began to change. She became rigid and intense as growing agitation was apparent. Without warning, she stood up and lunged at me. Who are you? And who have you been talking to? She wildly looked around and out the windows. In paranoia, she continued, Do you know who I am? Did you watch the news? I'm all over it. Did you read the newspapers? I didn't miss a beat and explained my gifts once again and how it worked. Finally, she relaxed and sat back down as tears began to fall, except I wasn't believing the performance. Nothing about her words spoke remorse. In fact, she began what felt like a dress rehearsal for her defense. This hour seemed to drag on. Finally, it was coming to an end. I waited inside until I thought she was gone. A few weeks later, there was a knock at my door. Imagine my surprise to find her on my doorstep. She'd explained that she saw me as she drove past my house. She was familiar with the neighborhood. I didn't believe her. I figured she'd followed me home that day. She would appear at my gate one other time. This time, I made a point of letting her know I had security cameras outside and she was on camera. She was trying to feed my dog biscuits. Oddly enough, Shortly after that, my, di- my dog died of cancer. She never contacted me again after that. Years later, I read she had been found guilty and was in prison. She had claimed that she was a battered woman, and to some extent I believe she was, before they both engaged in a drug, codependent relationship. Can you imagine? how intense that was. I still think of him often and the family he left behind and if things could have been different if they both could have gotten help. But that was not the case. You've been listening to Chronicles of a Medium. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Maureen Hashi, Psychic Medium, Intuitive Healer.